Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is and wherever you are on this hopefully amazing day in your part of the world. I want to welcome you to Life Transform. This is Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday, and I am excited today because those of you who follow the podcast know that after the first Monday of the month, we always record kind of a uh, summary, kind of a, our big takeaways from the Health Summit, which occurs the first Monday of every month. If you have not attended the Health Summit and you are interested, please reach out to any of us on the team and we can get you registered. Reach out to me directly. We'll get you the Zoom link. We'll get you in there. Lots of neat prizes. And and right now we're in the middle of, uh, of launching and directing everybody to our membership site. Promoting membership, again, isolation to community. That's what we're all about. Beyond community is freedom. And this is a membership community of people that are for you, don't judge you in harmony with you. The first hundred people that join are part of our founding members. And uh, you can find out all about the special perks that you get. We've got um, several masterminds ramping up right now, starting in the next couple of weeks. And beyond that, we're going to have a, um, a challenge coming up in July. And that'll be your next chance after this launch to get involved with our community and, and jump on board. And after that, it won't be till January the following year. So make sure if you're interested at all that you're, that you're uh, engaging now. Because if you don't take action now, I guarantee you, you'll be sitting there six months from now, a year from now, going, dang, I probably should have taken action a year ago because you would have been that much further ahead. All right, so let's get going. I am joined today by two of our panelists that join us every month, Kristen and Sybil. How are you all doing today? Awesome, awesome. All right, so. You all know the drill. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is we we had the Health Summit and each of us presented. We had a couple of other presenters on. They're not able to make it for the podcast, but we each kind of share and have conversation around our big takeaways from the Health Summit. So with that, who wants to kick us off today? That is exactly, Sybil, the first notes that I took after Kristen's name was exactly what you just articulated. I think, y'all, that is the power of new awareness. And that's the power of having your mind open to new awareness. I mean, we learned something that was not in our awareness before. So my coach used to tell me, we're all ignorant. And that's good. It's fine to be ignorant. There's nothing wrong with that. 
just need to seek new awareness. And then once you become aware, you're no longer ignorant. So now it's in your court to actually take something, take and do something with the new awareness that you have. So I definitely, uh, on that topic, Kristen, uh, feel the same way Sybil does. So it's like, yeah, if I ever catch myself with any of those symptoms, thinking, oh, I need to eat. No, that isn't it. I probably need to look back on what I did eat. Right? Is that accurate? Yes, that's absolutely accurate. Um, so it's really kind of crazy how what we think is hunger might be a withdrawal. And so it's, it's really one of the things. And it was fairly new to me as well. Um, just this concept that's out there that, that's been researched for five years, but it's not part of mainstream. And nobody, a lot of people out there are aware of it. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's a good point you raise. How do we get out of the mainstream? <laughs> when you mentioned that, I'm like, what, what, you guys have any tips on getting out of the main, the quote unquote mainstream? For me personally, I think something, especially over the last couple of years, what I found most helpful is to seek a community of people, individuals who are putting stuff out there that resonate and like click with like, yeah, they're onto something. So I've started really following because social media is so present um following people who are making sense to me and are putting stuff out there and also putting themselves out there because a lot of the stuff that is not mainstream um often gets labeled as taboo or they are being censored and so that's one of the ways that i found to um really seek the truth more um because it's often something that is pushed to the side and labeled all different things so yeah just find the individuals who are speaking things out that your body that is like yes that that's something they're onto something like give me more of that and then you're exposed to more of that and then you find yourself out of the mainstream and then you wind up having to go find them again in their backup yes amen to that well that's so good chris how about you And your, your perspective, you guys, on why people don't want freedom in their health. You know, we're, we're all in that same world, right? We talk to people all the time. And sometimes you get this deer in the headlights look from people like, you know, they just look at you. Like I talked to a guy, I don't know if I talked about this last time, I talked to a guy at church who went through the exact same heart issues that I did. He was going through them. I mean to the T and I said well dude I had a natural medicine doctor got me off all those meds and you just get this blank look what what is up with that what can we share into the world into the the people because I think the people that are listening to this are seekers they're people that want more but how do you handle those people where you get those blank stares what are your what are your thoughts on that where you don't know what you don't know. And so just the exposure 
and then encouraging them, giving them a place to go look, to read more, because I'm very much, uh, I want I'm a learner, so I want to know it, I want to read it, I want to see it, um, before I just jump into something that I have no idea about. Well, that's a good point. I mean, I, I it just made me think about the tool that we use in Life Transform, that Gretchen Rubin quiz, so we know if people are questioners or obligers or rebels or whatever it is. So to your point, Kristen, yeah, everybody has a different expectancy style to where they're actually going to take action. So it's kind of knowing that. And it's a thin line between, I mean, I always, my default was always, dang, this is going to be good for you. Why aren't you going after it? But it is understanding the mentality uh, of, of the person sitting in front of you or listening to you, uh, understanding that mentality and being able to reach them in a way that, that they're going to take that, you know, that, that uh, action from the inside, right? Because it's got to come from the inside for people. How about you, Sybil? You ever run across that? Do you sprinkle some magic uh, oils on them or something that gets them to be like, oh, I see the light now? years um i have run into many people like that and it can be really frustrating when you are somebody who's coming with that service heart you really just want to help people um i think that i've had to learn that some people just aren't ready and there was a saying when i first got into the wellness world um, and it has stuck with me and it's helped me to kind of regain my momentum because you know after running into so many of those people you feel like your, your voice is falling upon deaf ears but I love the saying some will some won't so what someone's waiting like there are people out here waiting to hear what we have to say and not to say that I don't still love planting seeds upon those people who are just not there yet um, but I've definitely learned to take my voice where it's being received so I can make a bigger impact. But I still do love to sprinkle a little magic or give people an experience. With my field that I work in, giving people a real tangible experience is oftentimes that seed that helps them like blossom into like, oh my gosh, are you telling me nature can really do this thing? Like it's that's the best way that I've found to really get past that oh, stare. I love it. I love it. And I heard that same saying Sybil, the person that presented it, when I saw it, she added at the end, you know, some will, some won't, so what? Someone's waiting. And then she added, someone is on their knees praying right now. And that really got me. I'm like, dang, okay, that's, that is so true. So I love it. So, um, you know, something that you talked about, uh, Sybil, trauma from your family lineage that's passed down over time. And you talked about the chain breaking, that the chain can be broken. I just love that because the way it, you know, dovetails into the Bible and it dovetails into mindset and attitude and everything. Talk about the chain breaking aspect. Yeah, it was something that really resonated with me when I kind of grabbed onto that concept when it was first kind of introduced to me. But if you think about it, I mean, just like our hair color and our eye color gets passed down and all sorts of different, even my cats do that. Like my cats are not outdoor cats and they still know that like instinctively like 
they want to chase squirrels and things like that. So those things are kind of written just like the traumas. They get written in your DNA and our cells belong to memories. And so each of us has that ability to be the chain breaker in whatever area it is. It looks different for everybody, but within everybody's family lineage, imagine, you know, a hundred years ago, what our ancestors, what our family members were going through, and then even just 50 years ago, and it's just like, there's all this stuff, and it snowballs, and that's why I think if you look at society the way it is today, why it's so chaotic, and messy, and hard, and people are sometimes hard to deal with, but it's just like, think of the snowball that has happened um, over the years, and I really do believe in the many modalities that there are nowadays that we are starting to uncover or really get back to that allow people to take that reign and decide that they are going to do the healing. I mean, really breaking the chain is deciding to do the healing because there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. We share a lot of different things that people can do from nutrition to lifestyle habits to you know using natural options. Um, but it's really just a matter of deciding that you're gonna be that one who's gonna do things differently, who's going to take accountability um, for some of those things that have been passed down and you know been a burden on your own shoulders and you're gonna break that chain and you're going to create a better future for your children, for future generations. Because if there's a lot of people out there who are doing the healing work, just imagine what the future generations then look like if we would, heal a lot of the trauma that has been passed down it creates kind of a clean slate to build upon and i think that's what a lot of people are looking for right now is to clean the slate and there's lots of ways to do it love it love it kristen any thoughts on that well and it's really um cool that we're well i guess not cool but the, i can't think of the right word but we're in mental health awareness month and so it's really it really ties in it's really relevant right now that we need to end the stigma for asking for help and so find a community of people, find a counselor, a therapist, or somebody that you need to talk to to help you deal with that trauma. And there's lots of resources out there. Yeah, I think that's so, so good. It's, it's again, <clears throat> taking that mindset that I am ignorant and I need to become aware and I need to ask for help and I need to be able to, you know, reach out to other people that I know, love, and trust aka a community Sybil mentioned that right that's what we're all about is, is that community of people that are for you don't judge you in harmony with you that just have your best interest at heart that is really the heart of what we do um so as we think about this whole the whole mental health mental awareness month is that what it is Mental, yeah, health, mental health awareness mental health awareness month that is so powerful because i think again there's so many stigmas attached to that and you know from my perspective sometimes i think we went overboard with mental health i mean you know like years ago before depression was ever diagnosed nobody knew about it so people just kind of persevered and they did what they needed to do right but then once once you start labeling it this is my opinion once you start labeling it and then the pharmaceutical companies start coming up with drugs for it it just kind of takes off and it then doctors start prescribing you know uh, saying that that's what's going on and it just creates this big deal 
where you, you you're looking at neuroscience and and uh, you know psychogenics and all this stuff that's saying you can overcome a lot of the things. Russell kind of talked about that a little bit in his presentation. So it's like um, <clears throat> I don't know where do you turn other than us. Let's say somebody's listening today and they're like, okay, I want to get started. Wait, what's a good first step for people to get started? Um, you know, if they're having any of these issues, these quote unquote mental health issues, what's a good first step for them? I mean, personally, I think getting into a community. I mean, we have talked about that, but that's really where you're going to find the resources because it's really hard to go about it on your own. And there, I want to share this little quote. There's a woman that I follow and she's all about, um, the doctor, she's all about raw foods and just nutritional benefits that those have. And she just has so much insight into really what I think more people can grab onto. But so she talks about, um, how human connection is a necessity for health and how we're not meant to do this life alone. And she said that there is what is called non-food essentials to health. Human connection, relationships, and physical interactions are part of that. When people are isolated or kept from loved ones, they go into a state of depression. The stress from the lack of human connection depresses the body's vital functions like digestion, absorption, utilization of nutrients, and most importantly, elimination is affected and this begins the process of disease so that thought of hers and when she shared that it just really resonated with with me and what it is that we're here trying to do with life transform to bring people out of isolation into community because like you said pharmaceutical companies jump on these labels that are created and then people tell the story of their life in that way i'm depressed i'm anxious like you know, they start putting all these things after I am, and that becomes really powerful, whether you're using it for good or you're using it to self-sabotage yourself mm-hmm. by saying that, not to say that there aren't real problems going on, but it's like, as you continue to tell your story, the more you tell it, the more you're going to start believing that when it's like, really, you just need to find yourself a community where you're not feeling isolated, where you can have conversations with people who people who can re- lead you to resources that can help you tell a different story mm-hmm. and to really like, tap into who you are and what you're here for and give you that feeling of purpose and meaning in your life. So good. Yeah. I mean, it something I talked about at the health summit about your attitude and the research that I did shows your attitude can impact everything. Your, you know, psycho psychologically, your health, your brain health, your physical body health, your attitude impacts all of those things to a huge extent. So it's just like once, once that information, once that awareness is out there, I just think it becomes so dang powerful, right? To just kind of give people that, uh, that opportunity to take control and not just sit there and let life happen to them. What else yeah, did you exactly. guys think? Go ahead, Chris. So- so if you are working and your employer has resources, that might be something that they that they offer, those mental health resources. So if you're looking for a place, I know you mentioned some other than us, maybe try there, see if there's some resources that are available for you. But talking, I wanna to touch on the point, or Sybil made about labels. So labels are really powerful 
and or can be really damaging and your brain is listening so i had this conversation with my daughter one day um she said she said something like i'm stupid or or, i I can't get this and i said no you can't say that out loud your brain is listening and if you say it enough your brain's gonna believe it and she said oh i could see it click in her face and she said that's the same reason why you don't tell somebody else that they're stupid because their brain is listening and i said yes exactly oh that's so good Man, oh man, that is such great wisdom. And how old is your daughter? She's 10. Yeah, listen to that from a 10-year-old. How cool is that? I love it. I love it. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I, I had a um, I had a devotional this morning and it was, it was talking about, um, like the Bible reveals, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And it talks about, you know, this level of friendship. And if you don't have close, intimate friends, it gave four points. It said, be a friendly person. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Two, be a giver and not a taker. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, does not boast, it's not proud. Three, be a forgiver. It does not dishonor others, is not self-seeking, is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love unconditionally. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So it's like this whole thing was about how important friendships are, you know, and how important it is to be part of a community of people. All of those things. Like they said, if you have five friends that you can really confide in, that's like amazing. And it's really what we need. And most people have less than one, I think, if they did the statistics around the world. Yeah, that's what it is, especially in the United States, less than one. There's a really great book that I've been reading recently um, called The Blue Zones, and it talks all about like what there's five blue zones in the world and what contributes to those blue zones. And really, that is the number one thing is, do you have those close relationships in your life? And if you don't, that is what kind of starts the unraveling of the human psyche, which then, you know, trickles into your physical well-being, and it's all connected. Yes, so good, so good. All right, any any other thoughts coming to people's minds here? I've just like, I just love this conversation. I just love it. Well, I wanted to touch a little bit about what you talked about in the summit, Bob, the discomfort zones. So we hear a lot about people talking about their comfort zone and get out of your comfort zone, but I've never heard the term discomfort zone before, and that really resonated with me. I wrote that about, I wrote it down, and next to it I wrote, alerts us when we're thinking incorrectly. So we really need to not only be aware of those situations, but we need to sit in that feeling for a minute before we shove it down or push it to the side or whatever we're doing, because that's that's our alert. We need to pay attention to the alerts so that we can act appropriately at whatever that next step is. Yeah, I know that's been huge in my life. Just, I, I talked about the 10 second pause, you know, think, feel, three seconds breathing in, and then choose seven seconds out. And it is, like you said, it's being in touch with that discomfort and being in touch with those toxic thoughts and 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 then not acting on them being able to choose how you're going to act so yeah i appreciate that i just i love that thought process it's easier said than done because you know i i just picked up another book 
and it's about it's about uh, hurrying. I think it's like uh, the title is something about the radical elimination of hurry in your life. And it was like this this dude was a pastor. He was, you know, and he was mega church. You know, they're growing, 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 and and um, he was like feeling burned out. And he's feeling like, dang, I just don't know. And so he got to talk to this wise dude, and the dude said, hey, you know, what do I? He asked him, what do I do? And he said, just relentlessly. I think it's relentlessly eliminate hurry from your life. So he wrote that down. He said, what else? And the wise guy said, that's it. That's it. Just relentlessly eliminate hurry. And he went on to talk about it. I'm just in the beginning of the book, but he talked about the fact that, you know, Satan wants us, he'll either try to get us to sin or to hurry, right? And everything that God is about, love, peace, joy, you know, Jesus was not a hurrier. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, all these things are starting to come to fruition. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have heard this back when I was in the corporate world. Could have really served me well. But there's so many uh, little tidbits like this, and I know we're running a little bit long, so I better wrap us up. But um, if you're out there listening to this podcast today and you haven't joined our community, you need to join our community. Because you can see, we just play this out. This isn't rehearsed. We just talk here. And, and we just learn so much from each other. And just envision yourself being a part of a community like this where we're doing studies every week. And, you know, somebody touched on this earlier. When you come into a study, you have to come in with an open mind. And I always set up a study by saying, come into it with the mindset of this stuff is true. That's all. Just come into it with that mindset. And then if you're done with the study, you, you say, well, that's full of crap. Fine. But give it the best shot you can by just going into it with the mindset saying this stuff is true. And I guarantee you, you're going to get something amazing out of it. You'll be able to interact with some amazing people. So, um, yeah, I just want to promote. And you'll be seeing more and more about our community. We've got a big vision to build love, places and spaces, transformation centers all around the world. We've got a lot of room under that canopy. If you're an entrepreneur that has a business, it's a lot easier to do that in a community of other like-minded entrepreneurs than it is to try to wear all the hats on your own. Um, and I think you all can attest to that, can't you? Okay, awesome. So any last words here before we wrap up? <laughs> I think that goes a long way. Getting outside, being in nature, and just soaking up a little vitamin D via the natural sunshine is a great way to work on your mental health, and it's free. So that's a good resource to tap into. Love it, Kristen. Anything from you? Just that you can choose. You can choose your attitude. You can choose your direction. You can choose to have more awareness. I love that. All right, y'all. That that's going to wrap up the episode for this week. Again, this has been Robert, Kristen, and Sybil. Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday. Thank you so much. Join us every Monday for another episode of Chasing Freedom where we either interview folks or I share some of the insight and wisdom that I've gained over the years about chasing freedom. And it's freedom is defined by you. We're not going to define freedom for you, but you, if you pick up a couple of tidbits from these, even just one from this podcast, that is amazing. 
uh, like the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, and then also join us on Thursdays. We have Coffee in Christ, where I take you through the daily process that I go through every day, getting into the word. And it is so amazing. Well, thanks again to my guests. And you all have a great rest of your day.